The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome and happy Saturday afternoon or whenever you're listening to us, church. Uh, This is Prison Transformation Radio, and before I talk about us, or we talk about us, let's just talk about him a little bit, and Father God, we love you so much with all our hearts, with all our souls, and all our minds. Jesus, what can we say? You're everything to us, and Holy Spirit, just bless this program, the airways speak through us. When everything's said and done, let us be able to say, was it we who spoke? Or we were we not only just the listeners? So welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. My name is Jim Moore. I'm one of the hosts, also the executive director of the R3 Collaborative, and the blessed Pastor Dwight Anderson, our other co-host. How are you doing, Pastor Dwight? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here, and I'm the director of Prison Mission Association. We have students all across the country, over 31,000 students studying God's Word and planting churches behind bars. Yeah. Well, this is, and I'm trying to calm down a little bit because we were kind of the pre-show, just getting so excited and singing hallelujah Amen. and more, more of that's coming. Woo. And so uh, so anyway, we're just really looking forward to our show. And we're, we're going to be, we always like to spotlight a little bit what we're talking about with the ministry, but this is our first international mm-hmm. program. And we have right. Sugbury, who is an international evangelist with him, Ministries, that's Hallelujah, International Ministries. In a moment, you'll be hearing from Suge. And we have Amy Sensor, mm-hmm. who's with the Salvation Army. That's and that's going to be who's on our show next week. But she also has a story to tell. So it's going to be story time with Amy in, yeah. in a little bit. A couple of things that are coming up. We are really looking forward to our next R3 meeting, mm-hmm. which is coming mm-hmm. up in, on March 15th at the Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center. Mm-hmm. And not only can you hear yes. from Major Jerry and Amy and the other staff there, um, they're gonna give us lunch. Mm-hmm. So 11 to 12 right. is kind of presentation of the Salvation Army. And then from noon to one o'clock, they're gonna serve us lunch. They're so, gonna give us tours. Um, you can actually yeah. come behind the scenes at one of the premier long-term mm. Christian programs. If there's awesome. lunch, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. well, good, <laughs> good, good. We've we got a reserve seat for you. So, and also next week, mm-hmm. Major Jerry and Jason with the Salvation Army are gonna be on the program. But mm-hmm. March 15th, mark your calendar. And would you wanna say something about April is Second Chance Month? Yes, we have the Second Chance 5K, which is gonna be April 22nd. And it's at the Seafoam Stadium over in St. Paul. So you got information right at the R3 Collaborative? At the R3 Collaborative. You go to News and Information, and you'll get access to their website and all the information you need. And also access to information about the Salvation Army program in March. Right, right. Excellent. Excellent. So let's, let's get to it. Uh, just a wonderful person, Shugbury. We've, we've got to know each other through Alpha. Because we're big believers in Alpha mm-hmm. and, and that ministry. Uh, Suge has spoken a number of times. In fact, regularly, where I used to be very involved at Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Mm-hmm. He always stirs up 
uh, stirs up the clients from <laughs> a Minnesota. Shout out to them. Adult. Hello. And so Suge is, is an international. She's, I was telling Pastor Dwight, she splits her time between Africa and the world and Shakopee Women's Prison. Yes, yes. So think global, act locally. Love so, those women. So, Shug, just welcome, welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a little background, but we really want to hear what's going on on the world stage. And then we'd like to hear about what's happening. I hear there's a revival going on at Shakopee. Well, there is. I hope the listeners are hanging on because God is working powerfully in the Amen. United States and in Africa, around the world, actually. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Pastor Dwight and yes. Jim, for allowing us to come in and share. We have a front row seat yes. to see what God is doing yeah. inside the prisons and now on the outside of the prisons. So uh, Hymn Prison Ministry stands for Hallelujah, that's the H, Hallelujah, (laughs) International Ministry. (laughs) Anytime I preach anywhere, whether it be Africa, here, I always shout out Hallelujah, and I tell you, that means praise the Lord, no matter where you are in the world. Amen. Amen. And so Hallelujah International Ministries, we do four things. If you want want to simplify it, four things. We partner together with churches and other nonprofits, government organizations, to do the following. We work with uh, leadership summits for uh, prison pastors and chaplains, training them up, encouraging them, inspiring them. The second thing we do is we do Christian inmate training inside a prison. The third thing we do is evangelistic festivals inside a prison as well. We bring in these Michael Jackson bands and we rock it out and everybody has a oh, great wow. time. Yeah. And then I share the gospel and boom, God does the rest of the work. Amen. The mm. last area that really is near and dear to my heart is mentorship. Yeah. To walk alongside people when they're leaving prison and empower them through victorious living. And that we're, we're using the church as a catalyst to do that yes. and the congregants inside of that. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. And that's near and dear to my heart, too, because it's a big part of our three collaborative, my work with Teen Challenge, was mm-hmm. raising up mentors. Mm-hmm. And I know you work with local churches to do that. Yes. And bringing people. So Shug's mm-hmm. going to talk later about how you can get involved. But mm-hmm. folks, you can yeah. get involved yeah get there's a lot out. of opportunities so give us a little more background how did you get in i don't even know this <laughs> just, how did you get into this jim i just love you i just love your energy you're so yeah. much fun oh, well, I, i'm so excited. i tell you god has a big sense of humor if you could see me he packaged the gospel in this middle-aged white woman from minnesota there you go. and yeah. carries it over to the darkest prisons of the world i've been in africa rwanda i've been throughout rwanda kenya as well as the united states and as i had mentioned before i get to preach i get to share the gospel of christ they come out of curiosity why is this white-haired mazunga doing here in our country (laughs) and they show up and god does the rest of the work i just share the gospel i get to see their lives transformed i get to see how they grow in their faith and how did Him Prison Ministry start? Him Prison Ministry started because I would go in, share the gospel, watch people be saved, transformed. The worst of the worst, the mm. hardest hearts yep. melt at the gospel. Yep. And then we left. Mm. What's up with that? You go. Oh. And so in Africa, the difficult part for us there is to bring resources and churches and people to collaborate together, to work together as they leave prison. There's stigmas for anybody who's been incarcerated as well as they're shunned. But you know what? Listeners, that's happening in our own backyard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're doing that here in the United States. People are coming to Christ. They're being changed. Mm-hmm. There is a revival going on. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, 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 is 
that they're so eager and excited to learn this new way to walk, mm-hmm. but scared to death to go out the door. Right. There's been over 12 suicides just from women leaving Shakopee Prison this year because mm-hmm. of difficulties in overdose, as well as it's just difficult to cope. And this has got to stop. So this is why Him Prison Ministry was created. Mm-hmm. God put it on my heart. Yeah. You know, he said, Shug, you're in there. You're sharing the gospel. I want you to go around the world, and I want you to preach the gospel. But little did I know that he would use my past experience, our business experience, as well as um, my heart for Christ, to decide to really rally the troops, people with experience in business, people with experience in different walks of life, to form teams to walk alongside So those are part of the ways people can get involved. Amen. When we talk about Mm. your—just give us a website, just well— just we'll keep planting that yep. seed a couple times. Absolutely. It's him, just like it sounds, H I M, him, prison ministry dot org. R O R G. And mm-hmm. we'll reinforce that as we go and more resources coming later. Yes. And that's how people could engage. And I just wanted to reinforce the second chance business mm-hmm. because we yes. had, mm-hmm. we did a show on that last, in the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Last week. We got another one in the next couple of weeks. But that's it, giving mm-hmm. people a second chance mm-hmm. and, and giving them structure and opportunities mm-hmm. so they don't just, as most of them do, go right back to prison again yes. or, right. or, God forbid, commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what God did for me. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason I'm preaching in prison. I probably should have been put in prison. I was definitely yeah. heading there without question um, in my youth. And, you know, there's a reason I preach there. It's, it's God himself. He saved me. He rescued me from the pit of hell. Yeah. Mm. And gave me not only new life, Mm -hmm. but a whole fresh start. And he can do that for each one of us. So what makes us think just because someone is incarcerated that they don't deserve that same chance? Mm -hmm. You know, really, listeners, (laughs) I Mm -hmm. hate to say this, we're all one bad decision away from prison. And uh, and so with that in light, don't they all deserve a second chance? What if it was your daughter or your son? Mm -hmm. Or what if it was your sister or your brother? And you know what, Minnesotans, in your own backyard, this is a generational epidemic. It's very common to hear, I'm sitting with my mother, or I have three children and all three fathers are in prison. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and there's several reasons for that, but you know what, it can stop with us. And statistics show that if someone is uh, released from prison within five years, 75% will reoffend. See, that's Mm -hmm. right, second chance. Get this, Jim, I I get excited. It's everything I do, sit down in my chair. Yes, yes. If they get mentored. That is reduced down to 8%. Isn't that amazing? So 75% reoffend in five years, zips all the way down to 8%. And you know what? Taxpayers out there, it's $34,000 on average per year per inmate that we pay for them Mm -hmm. to be incarcerated. Mm -hmm. This has just not only got to stop from a financial level, Mm -hmm. but as believers in Christ, we're called to remember those in prison as if we were in prison ourselves. Amen. 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 If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio, Changing Hearts with Christ. We're on KKMS 980. And we're speaking with Shug Burry Mm -hmm. with Him Prison Ministries. And uh, Shug, you want to tell us a little bit about your personal testimony and your faith journey? Well, it, it's, it's been an interesting walk. I hate to spend too much time on it, but let me put it this way. Um, God created this dynamic, bold personality, not mm. for the things of the enemy, but things of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, I can go into a prison and share the gospel. My microphone wears out. There might be 2,000 inmates there, and God has allowed me to bark out the gospel so it bounces <laughs> off the wall. 
but you know there were the deeds of darkness from my youth that uh, definitely hate to go into too much detail on but Jesus Christ found me and he rescued me in such a powerful way Mm. and then as I grew in my faith and over the years grew in leadership and grew in theology Mm. he said I want you to go around and preach in prisons around the world Mm. and I do believe Pastor Dwight without a shadow of a doubt that he created me this way solely for the purpose of prison ministry. Wow. Amen. Amen. So if someone's listening today and they haven't yet come to know Christ as their Savior, what could you tell them listening? How could they do that today? Listen, I got to tell you, it doesn't matter where you've been, who you are. Mm-hmm. You don't have to change. You don't have to do anything. There's nothing you can do. Christ has already done it. Mm-hmm. Amen. That shame that people feel, that guilt... I just tell you, just lean into the Lord. He's just waiting for you. And all he wants you to do is turn to him and say, yes. Yes, Jesus, I want you in my life. And hang on. That's all I got to say. Hang on. Because if you do that, you turn your, you surrender yourself over to the Lord. He is going to do things in your life that you would never expect. It's the greatest joy ride ever in Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know if it's okay to do it, but every time, every time a pastor gives a, an altar call. I'm doing it all over again. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you're supposed to do it once, but yeah. I was right there with you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jesus. You know, and now's Take the time. Me. I mean, listen, yeah. don't wait. Yeah. Don't wait. Now is the time. In fact, it could be God knocking on your door right now saying, you happen to turn the radio on, not mm-hmm. by coincidence, mm-hmm. but because oh, God called providence. you to the station. I love the word yeah. providence. Amen. So we talked about the formula for prison transformation radio is problem, testimony, and solution. Mm-hmm. So you've been talking a little bit about the problem, and and really shortly, um, Amy's going to do story time and share mm-hmm. a little bit about her testimony. But help set the stage for that, Shug, with um, kind of fleshing out this idea of what is the problem and the challenge you're facing and that we're facing in prison ministry, and and why is it so important? Well, one of the I believe one of the greatest challenges is fear. And I think a lot of us um, who are not incarcerated or who don't deal with prisoners or if you've never seen an inmate or talked to one, um, there's that fear factor. And I got to tell you, they're no different than you and I. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, I go and I preach. I look at these people, men and women alike. They're no different than you and I. Um, and so my challenge is to encourage those in the church to rally together yeah. to come alongside mm-hmm. those that are leaving prison. Yes. And if you're not comfortable rallying together, support it financially. I mean, mm-hmm. go to himprisonministry.org. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and, and donate. You know, we 100%, this is what makes us unique. God has blessed us personally. Everybody who serves on this team has their own blessings from the Lord. So everything that they do yes. for him, prison ministry, 100% is donated. So mm-hmm. all monies that come in go directly to the cause of prison ministry. Amen. Well, so you have some stories, and then I'm I'm just kind of really excited about getting to Amy's story too. But just share a couple of your stories of lives changed in Christ, hearts changed, mm-hmm. which is our theme. And then looking mm-hmm. forward to having Amy share. I would love to. I would love to. Um, I'll, I'll share on three quick points. Um, one on a global scale, and in Kenya, they had invited us, Him uh, Prison Ministry, to host. Uh, a leadership summit for the entire country of Kenya. We did that last June. And so every single prison was represented. Every single prison was there. Um, And we hosted it. We brought them in. We brought in speakers from around Mm. the world. The government wrote me a letter and said, now Jesus is in every prison Mm. in Kenya. Amen. Mm. That's That's one testimony. Second testimony, bringing it down a little bit closer. I was in Rwanda sharing the gospel, gave an invitation. About 2,000 inmates were there, maybe a little bit more, all men. 
And um, I got done with the invitation, and I was going to tell him, now what? Well, now what? What do you do? Well, get a Bible. We brought Bibles, you know, and, and, and start reading and be encouraged in this. And all of a sudden, God put on my heart, do the call again. I'm like, what? I already did the call. Do the call again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I yeah. said, I think somebody out there might have missed this. Would you like an opportunity to say yes to Christ? Mm-hmm. And in the corner of my eye, this huge guy, now I'm on a Ooh. stage, this huge guy, he has to be, I swear, seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. His neck goes directly into his shoulders. It's, I mean, his chin, he's huge. Oh. He's, he's all full of tattoos. He comes walking up with another gentleman. And through the interpreter, I find out that they both missed their chance and wanted to say yes. One... Um, prisoner had said he was repenting for his sins and this is what the second guy said the big dude he says i came up out of curiosity to see what you're saying i'm a voodoo witch doctor and he said talked about the underground highway or something like that Hmm. i wasn't that familiar with that in rwanda and he says and i want this jesus christ that you speak of Uh and they both knelt received christ but it was what happened afterwards what happened afterwards is they took my hand in the director's hand they knelt us down in the middle of the prison and everybody danced around because that was the worst guy in the whole entire prison. Mm. And that's what Jesus wow. Christ does. Wow. Oh, awesome. amen. I, yeah, I was just going to say, I love the way you talk. Mm. Because I've heard said that radio is theater of the mind. And when you're oh, talking, yeah. I'm seeing this guy. <laughs> right. I'm seeing rat-a-tat-tat-tat yeah, yeah. Tat and everything that's happening. Jim, you got to come with me on my next trip. You'd I, love it. I would love to. You'd love mm-hmm. it, yep. Um, and then the last thing, and I'm going to keep it short, is um, Shakopee Prison. Here, um, it, it's it's basically built for 500 women. There's 700 that are in there. We go in on Saturday nights, our church service, um, and we do two back-to-back services. We're getting upwards of 200 inmates attending. And it's amazing what God is doing in there. You, you see them walking negative and angry and hurt. Mm-hmm. And then you start to share the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. And and. I'm so excited about the fact we have had over 370 women full immersed baptism up in Shakopee Prison. Yes. We're going to hold another one in uh, April. And that's where I met this beautiful woman, Amy Sensor, uh-huh. who's sitting next to me. Hi, Shug. Hi, Amy. Hi, Hi Jim. Hi. Hi, Pastor Dwight. Thanks for coming, Nate. Um, I just want to say really an honor and a privilege to be here. Um, I want to thank you for the opportunity and Shug, too. I get a little emotional. It's uh, been kind of a quite a journey. So mm. I just want to back up a little bit, you know, as far as faith, you know, my faith journey and sharing this with you a little bit. Um, you know, we never know where God is going to be calling us. And uh, this was not anything on my radar as far as, um, you know, walking this walk uh, that uh, I, through prison and working with people who are just broken and lost and have no hope. And so I, uh, I'll back up just a little bit. I mean, but it was such, it's such an honor to be here and, and no, to be able to share with to whomever mm-hmm. is, is listening right now because this is a powerful opportunity to minister to people who just don't have a voice, who mm-hmm. need um, just godly counsel and people mm-hmm. to come alongside of them yeah. when they walk outside of prison. And, you know, some people are, you know, not behind the cells and, and the prison walls. You know, we all have our prisons, mm-hmm. but specifically what I get to speak from is actually being inside a prison for two mm-hmm. years. And um, I was uh, a part of a, a tragic and heartbreaking car accident that took the life of a young man. And um, it has been an excruciating walk, uh, extraordinary in that uh, I've been able to see how God has worked over these past six years. Um, it was uh, an accident in 2011, and I ended up going to prison uh, 2012, and that's where I met Shug. And oh, you guys met in prison. In prison. Yeah. And, mm. uh, you know, just speaking to that for a moment, I remember, I mean, it was quite a fog. Um, 
you know, it just, you know, being responsible for someone's life is a pretty th- tough thing to carry. And, you know, I, uh, I've been forgiven. I know God mm-hmm. has transformed me and, and uh, his redeeming love. And, and I'll just kind of share a little as well. You know, the family, I have been honored to get to know the family of Anison, who is the young man who passed away. Mm-hmm. And they have forgiven me, and I am blessed to call them my friends. Mm-hmm. So that is just one of the amazing miracles, you know, through a tragedy and through, um, you know, just the love of God that has has really given me the opportunity to be here today. Because without that, you know, I just don't know how I would stand. So, um, but I did go to prison, and it was uh, it's a tough place. Prison is a prison is a tough place. It's a you know. Um, a lot of darkness there, but mm-hmm. the blessing of meeting Shug and what uh, I know God was working, even though I didn't know it at the time, is um, you know planting a heart for those coming out of incarceration. And I'll have to say this little, this little uh, mighty mouse I call her. She, uh, this little white gal, came in one Saturday evening, and it was just one of really the, the only hope for a lot of the women mm-hmm. and men inside a prison is. Mm-hmm. For those who come in and, and um, minister to those in prison, it is the most powerful time because most have no hope. Mm-hmm. But you get to see the light of God working in them and the transformation that through the supernatural power of God, mm-hmm. you know, they're transformed. And so Suge came and just this little white little gal, I thought, what, you know, what is this, Lord? And the first thing she opened with was, hallelujah. <laughs> and literally it felt as if I was shaken off my chair and like the heavens opened. It was amazing and powerful. And I got to see women's lives transformed mm. supernaturally. And and so for me, I mean, I could share a lot about that. But where I was called and, and continue to be called is stepping out with these women or men when they leave prison. Because you see the transformation. You see their change of heart. Mm-hmm. And when they walk out and have no one there to, to be a, um, a godly counsel, to come alongside them. So that's where I'm really feel called to and just, um, you know, want to encourage those who are listening right now is, you know, we are your mothers, we are your sisters and neighbors and things who have been incarcerated for whatever those reasons. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just need you. We need people to come alongside yeah. and support the ministries, specifically those, you know, prison ministries or those who are suffering in addiction. And so I'm honored to be here and oh. to be able to share. And so. Amen. Amen. I love you, honey. Yeah. Love and you too, I, Shug. I, I remember my work with Dean Challenge. We talked a lot about testimonies, but someone mentioned, then there's the word testament. Mm-hmm. A testimony is where you've come from. A testament is what you're doing about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. so God bless mm-hmm. not only your testament, yeah. mm-hmm. your testimony, but also your testament. Yeah. So that's, that's we right. have just a minute or two left before you pray us out, mm-hmm. Shug. But uh, help us again focus in on how can we, somebody driving in their car, sitting yeah. at home, sitting at their computer, that's where our friends are. Mm-hmm. How can they engage with you? Let me ask you this question, listener. Is your heart beating kind of fast? Yes. Are you thinking the Holy Spirit speaking to you? You know, your experience you know, whether it be in business, whether it be in life skills, we need you. We're forming teams right now to come alongside in a team environment so it's not intimidating. We have training for you. We'll train you up. We will walk alongside you. We will give you the resources you need to make that impact on someone leaving prison. Perhaps God has created you for a time such as this. Oh. Amen. And please yeah. contact us through himprisonministry.org. And if you've got a deep pocket, I would love it if you'd walk alongside us financially because we need your help. You know, you have been blessed to be a blessing to others. Mm -hmm. Now's Mm -hmm. the time. 
Oh, I love you, Shirley. Amen. God bless you. Amen. And uh, you can get more information on and listen to a podcast, right, Pastor mm-hmm. Dwight, at am980themission.org if you missed any part of this program or, or want to hear other programs. And r3collaborative.org, there's plenty of opportunities there. But I want to I want you to focus on himprisonministries.org. And Pastor Dwight, I mean, you are dedicated to prison ministry as well. Absolutely. Please share us a little bit about your work before we have show close us out. Yeah, well, um, tomorrow, actually, February 25th, I will be speaking at the Fellowship Bible Church in Orlando, Florida. And um, I'll have been at the Coalition of Prison Evangelists Conference uh, this week. And any details, you can look on our website, prisonmission.org. And I'll also be at the Shakopee Women's Prison on April 17th for the Transition Fair. So, um, if anyone's listening and they want to get our Bible studies, it's prisonmission.org. They can enroll anybody in prison and they get college credit for it as well. So, Shug, I want to thank you for coming. I want to pray us out. Mm-hmm. I'd love to. Father God, we just love you so much. For you do a powerful work in each of our lives. There is power mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so those of us who know you, may we walk with you and fulfill your purposes for our lives. And those who don't, would today be the day we say yes to Jesus. Amen. 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 We'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you.